0: Lutes. Vials. Irritating little crumhorns. horns. Gaze at the person across from you now. Feel the sweet spark of connection. If you don't screw up this moment somehow die alone Don't be too needy or bring up your ex Don't say the words her peace simplex Don't ever mention you've never had sex Trust me, I promise she knows And now Her defenses are starting to fall, smile and return her affection. If you don't manage to ruin it all, maybe you won't die.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT Heat Wave 2023. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on the Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Yep. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's
2: up, dude? To do this. Yes, this is me, the broke soulless ginger, Zach Scott genius weekend i'm not that broke Vinny's car tonight was yeah it was not that bad there was some good stuff and there was some bad stuff we'll get to that later all right Vinny. let's do this sounds good to me
1: and of course um you know heatwave opens up and we see uh the Don chilling by the pool uh stacks decides to jump in the water and splash him so he gets everybody else to jump in the pool and take him out next thing you know they're laying in floaty chairs reclining and going over the whole card for the evening so uh I don't know Zach do you find that entertaining at all
2: I found it very actually very very entertaining they're there with the tag team tiles and they don't know how to defend them nice right? so they get to take a little bit bit of a break
1: yes you know that that was kind of fun kind of interesting and uh zach i think you noticed something throughout the show you thought there was something missing during the show
2: yeah out of all these matches there's not one single fucking chainsaw (laughs) at (laughs) all
1: Yeah, um, for those of you who don't watch the other organization, they had a Texas Chainsaw Massacre match, and Zach felt the need to message me, which is weird, because he told me he didn't watch AEW anymore, and yet
2: happened to notice
1: there was a chainsaw.
2: It was on Facebook. I was checking my Facebook, it was on so I was like, what the hell? I was like, like, are you seriously? They have a fake dude with leather face with a chainsaw and chased off Karen Jarrett? I was like, uh-oh. I bet somebody wasn't happy about this. Okay. Gator went nuts (laughs) he called called into the show to go
1: off on that and then hung up the phone and left because he didn't want to stick around for the rest of the recap but he felt compelled to talk about that I obviously talked about that so I'm not going to go into that but I know you had quite a lot to say about the chainsaw
2: (laughs) I just find it funny I didn't really care but moving on I was like they have a chainsaw well these are the matches that they had here there was no chainsaw well
1: first of all I wouldn't fucking allow a chainsaw to be used on a show that I'm involved in alright the Don uses a lot of fucking weapons but one thing I don't use is a chainsaw and let me just say it felt fucking good to get to relax in the pool hang out with some of the babes and basically get to fucking relax because let's say hey look the Don's been through a lot you know I was locked up for half the fucking year what felt like half the fucking year then I get out of jail I win the tag team titles with Stacks. he and I had a master plan to get me out and now I get to relax in a lap of luxury let everybody else bump around the ring for a fucking change but i know eventually i'm gonna have to put these titles back on the line i know eventually the dons have to get in the ring let's be honest here let's be fucking honest let's keep it a book let's keep it real over here nxt don't exist without the don i think we at least i think cherry top we can at least agree on that
2: Maybe just a little bit. If you went there, I think it'd be just right. What are you fucking Goldilocks all of a sudden?
1: No. Dyeing your fucking hair? I'm telling you, blonde wouldn't work for you, man. Unless, unless you're going through one of those uh, what those those uh, those, uh, those uh, transcendental things or whatever the fuck no, it is. No,
2: I'm pretty happy being a dude.
1: You're happy being a dude. I'm happy being a dude. Okay, good to know over here. But still, blonde hair wouldn't work for you. So stop acting like fucking Goldilocks. You're cherry top. Be happy at that. It's who okay. you are. It's who you were born to be. Literally who you were born to be. Your parents didn't give you much of a fucking choice. I mean, okay? Just saying. Do I, you know, some Irish dude meets an Irish broad. Nine months later, you show up. You didn't have a fucking choice.
2: Be- no, niece. My father is Scottish and my mother is Irish. He got that wrong.
1: Okay, fine. Who fucking cares? Is it Scottish? I- the Tomato, tomato. All right, man? It's like, I mean, who gives a fuck? It ain't like there's much of a difference between the two, except one wears a skirt, the other doesn't. That's pretty much the fucking difference when you really think about it over here okay Gosh. oh what, what, hey a cardical, hey you say tomato i say tomato all right all right all right all right saying all right fine okay tomato tomato we're gonna call the whole thing off mostly because i gotta fucking get out of here i still got some broads to bang over here because uh let's see like i said i was in jail for quite some time okay you know the old sausage needs to take a ride around the block if you know what i'm saying right well cherry top doesn't know what i'm saying but i'm sure the other guy knows what I'm saying over here. So uh All I'ma right. go hang out. I'ma go live in a Bye. lap of luxury. Uh cherry top have some fun.
2: You too don't come back anytime soon. Well that was rude. He starts it <laughs>
1: I don't care who starts it I'm finishing it And I'm going to finish it By kicking things off With our first official match Of the evening We
2: have Ilya Dragunov Versus Trick Williams I absolutely love this right here This was actually fantastic I was like Alright i opening bout the, the, the hype up the crowd These two Fight Beat the shit out of each other During the match We heard Whoop that trick Whoop rat trick Now I'm just going to Leave it at that If so is Vinny If you guys can't figure that out Something's wrong with you But that match Should have ended Kind of early when uh, Trick Lynch hit that knee, kick out. When he hit that instantary off the top rope, it, it was a kick out. But these two guys beat the living shit out of each other. It was a good opening match. Then from the top rope, Dragunov hits his finisher. One, two, three. And the winner is, and Silver Rifle, for so, you cannot drag enough. Any your thoughts? I felt Trick
1: should have won this. I really did. Like, th- th- this was a great opportunity for Trick. He had two great moments where it could have been the finish. Like, that knee to the face, where he bashed him really hard, like, that was like a, holy shit, that should have been the finish. And then the Uranagi or off the top rope that should have been the finish right there I mean come on that was something that needed to happen I felt like this should have been Trick's night now of course they were doing some other song or chant when Trick was in the ring I couldn't hear what the fuck they were saying neither could I
2: I couldn't hear it either
1: I literally could not hear it it actually reminded me of and I'm gonna give a little spoiler here Uh, I've been over the last couple days I've been binge watching uh, the latest season of Dark Side of the Ring because I'm getting ready for us to uh, eventually record some episodes in fact I'll give a little spoiler here I recently recorded uh, the tragic fall of Adrian Adonis episode earlier because I'm doing that one by myself because y'all didn't want that. And next week, we're going to be recording the Bam Bam Bigelow episode. But of course, I'm going to be getting all the episodes done in order before I start releasing them, you know, on YouTube. So I have to put everything out in chronological order. But I can record them any order that I damn well please. So I already did Adrian Adonis. We're going to take care of Bam Bam next week. And then the other ones, we got to coordinate with Gator and Elvis and everything to get those done. But when I was watching, I was watching the Junk dog episode, and apparently in mid-south, junkyard dog was a god in that territory. They actually called him the Black Hulk Hogan. And when he would come out to the ring, the crowd would sing and they would chant. And the song they would do is Who that who that, who that gonna beat that dog, who that, who that, who that gonna beat that dog. And the crowd would sing that as he was walking to the ring and while he was whooping ass in the ring. So I didn't know if they were doing something similar to that with Trick, but I couldn't tell what they were singing, but either way it was good. But I mean, I, 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 do get, I do find it funny when they chant whoop that trick, but I don't think they know that what that really means. And I'm going to educate the audience right now. Uh, or as one of my favorite wrestlers would say, let me talk to you. Whoop that trick is actually a term that means beating up hood rats. Like, you know, like if a woman's acting up or if like a pimp needs to slap a hoe or something like that, like it says to keep the pimp hand strong, it's basically whoop that trick. That's what that means. So I can understand if trick's getting his ass kicked and you want to chant whoop that trick, but If Trick's doing the ass whooping, that chant doesn't really make sense. So, I I think the chant is kind of dumb. It was good when they were heels, and Trick was getting beat up. Now he's a babyface, the chant doesn't really work for me. That don't work for me, brother. Uh, But either way, the match was hard-hitting. These guys, they has fight. And this definitely pulled Trick Williams out of Carmelo Hayes' shadow. So, he still put up a hell of a fight. It still helped him get over, but I feel like Trick should have won. Like, the only logical reason for Ilya to win this is for him to go to No Mercy and get a title shot. Unless you plan on making him the number one contender at No Mercy next month, there's no reason for him to win this match. Dragonoff did not need the win, but Trick Williams did, and I'll leave it at that. And then we cut to the backstage area with Nathan Fraser, who asked Tyler Bate to be his second when he defends the Heritage Cup title against Noam Dar. Bate agrees, but tells Fraser he owes him twice now. Fraser agrees to give Bate a title shot once he's done with Noam Dar.
2: I don't give a shit about Nathan Fraser. I do like Tyler Bate. This is over a Heritage Cup. No one cares. I don't. This was pointless. This was stupid. Yeah. Vinny, your thoughts? Well, I do care about Nathan a little bit because he is a good worker. It's Noam
1: Dar I can give two squirts of piss about. That whole metaphor faction just needs to retire, go to hell, end it. Lash Legend deserves better than this shit. She's the only person in the group that's worth a damn. The other three can go back to the Indies and go work for a hot dog and a handshake because they're worthless. Lash w- Legend's the only one. Worthless like a tit's
2: hog. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But Tyler Bate I actually kind of like too. So at least he has somebody backing him up. He's got a corner man. Because you need somebody to back you up and be a corner man when you're going through rounds. You know, like like the trainer in the corner during the boxing matches or the UFC fights. When they're, when they're giving you the water, let you spit in the bucket, you know, getting you ready, getting you all set up. And then giving you strategy. That's what they do. So I think that's perfect. Then, of course, uh, we cut to the backstage area where we see uh, Rhea Ripley hanging out with Dom Dom before their match. And Mustafa Ali comes out and... And tells them to break a leg, particularly Dominic, break a leg, break his legs into a million pieces so he can finally leave NXT and we can have a real North American champion, which is Mustafa Ali. And Rhea basically tells him that Don's a better champion than Ali could ever be. And you got 10 seconds to get out of our locker room before we beat your ass. And
2: he goes, 10 seconds. It must be a regular thing for you guys. And walked out. That was the only real funny thing about this whole thing. It's like 10 seconds. Is that really? that heard that's the best you guys can do. Walk out. Said, unmatched. <laughs> <laughs> sick burn it was a bird, br- 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 bird but this right here it was good Mustafa Ali's telling Dominic I hope I'm breaking a leg i think, no no seriously really breaking a leg to a million fucking pieces right there basically he's calling out Dom so at no mercy regardless of the fact nobody won't, probably wants to see it very nice as they'll do it needs to Mustafa Ali against Dominic Mysterio, and maybe somewhat Mustafa Ali really takes it yeah if Dominic is going to drop the
1: North American title which eventually he's gonna it needs to be to Mustafa Ali he is the logical choice to be the next North American champion. He is. And, again, this is because it's NXT. Mustafa Ali actually has star power down here. On the main roster, he doesn't. He gets lost in the sauce very easily. So NXT is perfect for him, and
2: he would make a good North American champion. Yeah, daddy he would, that he would, that he would, sir. Alright, sir. Moving on, moving on, moving on.
1: Yes. And on that note, we're gonna move on to the next match of the evening. Oh, dear God, I can't believe we're gonna talk about this. Oh, help me. get Lord, give me strength. We have Ivy Nile against Ava with the Gism.
2: All right, this right here, this was actually okay. We actually saw Ava, uh, Ava come out there and look like she wasn't a skinny little twig. She's actually pretty thick. Back and forth, it was great because Ava Rain was dominating for, for a second there. But all of a sudden, Ave now puts her in the submission and she taps out. Really? We waited this long and this is what happens? Okay, you guys deserve this. You did this to yourself. Vinny, take it away. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> I told you.
2: What the fuck was this shit? Uh-oh, the
1: bitch is This is the oh my god, what a fuck you to the schism it's a fuck you to Ava you might as well spit in the rocks face by doing this look I'm not even saying Ava needed to go over in this match it would have been nice but that fucking fast for most of this match Ava is literally doing body slams scoop slams she's missing a splash in the corner Ivy Niles landing strikes Ava hits a scorpion kick which we, we that was like a what the fuck moment it was a great spot you got Ava basically doing big girl moves now granted she's a big girl but not not that fucking big I mean she's a lot bigger Than we thought she was Mostly because We've never seen her In wrestling gear So we didn't really Get a chance to see That she's almost uh, She's like a Nia Jax starter kit Basically Like if Nia Jax Shrunk in the wash But not all the way We're
2: gonna get emails give a fuck We're sure, gonna get emails
1: Tell me Where I'm telling lies My point is This could have been A great match It was on the verge Of being a great match I thought we are gonna See a lot of Ava And what she finally Has to offer This is the first time We've seen her in a ring Every other time She's wrestled been on a live event or shit like that this is the first televised match of Ava's career and she taps out quickly doesn't get to fight doesn't make it to the ropes doesn't try multiple times she taps out almost immediately what the fuck that's a stupid fucking finish you just buried this bitch on TV you decapitated the great one's daughter now I don't know if you're doing this because you have some grand plan in motion I doubt that Uh, I don't know if this is because they're trying to give a reason for the rock to come back Because they piss him off or whatever, or if you're trying to show that Ava's not gonna be a Nepo baby like Charlotte. I don't know what your fucking reason was, but that was a goddamn ridiculous finish. And the reason it's a goddamn ridiculous is because it makes everything else that happens later look even dumber, and I'll get to that. But that was a stupid fucking finish to what was a fairly decent match, but could have been better if they let them work more. So this was disappointing. Schism and their mass followers hop on the apron. Niall grabs Ava for the Dragon Slayer again. Several schism followers try to attack. Nile suplexes them all over the ring. Thank God they're not. Thank God they're all in masks because they just basically embarrass all the guys. They, n- nobody gets a, a shot on her, which is fucking sad. One of the schism members pulls Ava out of the ring and carries her away.
2: We're automatically knew who they were, but we're not going to say who they are now. Are we? Well, not now. We don't want to skip over. We don't want to no, skip over. No, we don't. Anything. But figure it out for yourself there, folks.
1: Yeah. Long story short, Zach called it. Anyway, we're going to move on I now. I actually got something right
2: for once. Yay!
1: Go ahead. Yes, so now we move on to the next match of the evening for the Heritage Cup Championship. Nathan Fraser with Tyler Bate defends the cup against Noam Dar with metaphor. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, I put the elite rule in it. There's no elite rule, jackass. Analyze. Zach, I'm not fucking around. Do your job. Do you want to ride home? Okay, this
2: match sucked. That's all I have to say. He wants to walk home. He really does. This is stupid. This is pointless. I didn't understand this. There's too much crap going on. Then all of a sudden, Daba comes up and beats the crap out of Tyler Bate for no reason. Back four, high spot, jumpy jumpy, bullshit, Noradah wins who gives Vithers fuck? Nathan Frazier, you can go do better shit. I don't know. Team of Tyler Bate become tag team champions. Or go after uh, Mustafa Ali and i do you think? Go for the North American. But you're kind of buried this in that fucking stupid ass cup. Vinny, take it away.
1: Okay, I'm going to tell you- why this was fucking ridiculous. First of all, you gave the cup back to Noam Dar. Why? He brings no value to NXT. Basically, the message we got here is Noam Dar has to have the cup in order to be relevant. It's like Charlotte Flair with a women's title. If she's not the champ, she's not worth watching on TV because she brings nothing of value to the company. There are literally certain wrestlers that if they're not in the title picture, they bring no value, which to me makes you a worthless competitor. And that's exactly what Noam Dar is. I said it before and I'll say it again. Last Legend is the only one worth a damn. The other members of this faction can go piss up a rope. Nathan Fraser, you're right. He is better than the Heritage Cup. But at least he brought something of value to it. And I would like to see him more in this than the shit that's going to happen later. But overall, Nathan Fraser did very well in this match. I will give him credit. That backflip DDT that he did was so fucking fluent. Granted, it was a spot move. But it was a spot move that didn't really... Look phony because he moved so fast, Noam didn't have time to react. And I will give Noam credit here. He sold it very well. They had great chemistry in that regard. So there were some spots that were actually worthwhile. But the finish was, was goddamn ridiculous. The interference was unnecessary. And also you had Dabakato come out. Not only did Dabakato have no fucking business being involved in this, but you had Dabakato come out to interfere during the picture and picture. What the fuck? Why would you have a major moment in the match? a major moment in the story take place during your fucking commercial break do you honestly think the people at home can give a full undivided attention to the picture in picture the commercial is big and distracting the picture in picture is fucking dumb you might as well just do a commercial break in the middle of the fucking match we don't need the picture in picture it's no good the picture in picture should be your time to fuck around the ring and entertain the audience in the stands for a moment then when you come back from the break then you can go back to playing for the camera because I promise you no one's paying attention during the picture-in-picture picture. and if you are you have no life so anyway Noam Dar wins this shit fucking garbage worst moment of the entire night yes if you could think of a worse one bring it up when we get to it unless it's already happened
2: I don't think it's already happened I don't think it happened no you're right, you're okay, right. I'm just you're saying right. well, If you're you see right. it I later on let me know second. No. all right continue sir.
1: so then we get to the backstage area where Ava cuts a promo telling Ivy now to meet her she knows where to find her. The two schism followers flank Ava and basically
2: tells her this is far from over and all that shit. Uh, you mean, yeah, this right here is like, she just calling her out. You won by luck. Well, you tapped out pretty quickly. You tried to end my career. She's like, no, she did it. She just made you tap out and make you look like a fool. But we'll find out what happens. Continue through the day, match, night, whatever it is. Go ahead. Okay. Now,
1: granted, I'm just an analyst, but obviously the people involved in creative and NXT. The people that put this shit together obviously do not have common sense and you insult the intelligence of not only the talent but the listeners at home. If you are in a match with another wrestler and they lock you in a submission hold and you tap out almost immediately and you're not wrestling in an Iron Man match or an ultimate submission match, you don't get to talk shit anymore. Ava tapped out very quickly that's not luck that's not luck first of all tapping out period is not winning by luck getting a lucky shot and scoring a one two three that's luck a count out that's luck a disqualification that's luck Maybe. But no. Ava's already tapped out, so your feud is dead. Why would I want to see the rematch? Why? Zach, you have a reason? Nope. I watched her tap out very quickly. Why would I want to see the rematch? Why would I want to see them wrestle? How does Ava get her credibility back? You just embarrassed her in that goddamn ring. You basically treated Ava the way you would treat jobbers and enhancement talent. They're the ones that are supposed to tap out quickly. Not somebody you're pushing in a division to be a star. You don't tap out very quickly your stars. Your stars tap out after giving a valiant fight and effort. And I say that regardless if you're babyface or if you're heel. If you tap out quickly, you're basically a jobber. Because you're weaker than the average wrestler. And that's how they made Ava look in this match. I don't know how she's going to recover from this. I hope she can recover from this. But that was a stupid fucking finish. And again, it makes everything Ava is saying here and for the rest of the night sound fucking stupid. And on that note, we cut to the in-ring segment with Tiffany Stratton. Stratton goes on and on about how awesome she is and how it's been the summer of Tiff Tiff. Gigi Dolan interrupts and says she wants to see the fall of Tiff Tiff. She wants a title shot. Kiana James walks out and says she deserves a shot before Dolan. Blair Davenport joins the fray and she's, and says she wants a shot. Stratton tries to leave, but then Roxanne Perez walks to the ring and says she has something to tell Stratton. Perez decks Stratton a brawl between everyone breaks out and Stratton dips out of the ring.
2: This was great. Uh, Tiffany Stratton being the, yeah, uh, it's tiff tiff time. I'm like, I did this. I did that. Then all of a sudden Gigi Doe comes out. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But I want a shot. Then all of a sudden Kiana James comes out no i want a shot Blair down comes out no i want a shot everything was going great everything was going good until Roxanne perez comes out Vinny pitches a fit like he usually does when perez comes out then like uh like vini says perez sticks up everybody brawls out and then we go everything was fine until Roxanne perez popped up but i thought this was actually pretty cool and some of it was actually funny too so, uh like i said when um player down got attacked in the um convenience store and your head was like you said like like a ping pong ball Off the doors That was pretty funny right there And uh Somebody insulted Tiffany Stratton Yeah, shut up You wanna be Barbie It's like That's incredibly rude Really? Okay But in the end I thought this was okay Until Perez came out there And fucked up everything Vinny Go ahead And here we go Yeah, we're in the
1: summer of Tiff Tiff You sound like a bitch, bitch I'm waiting for the fall of the bitch, bitch Alright, well anyway That's just me being funny But uh I did like Tiffany Stratton's promo a little bit I like that Gigi is far- finally getting into the title picture because obviously Gigi Dolan has a great story, is a great worker, and I'm a personal friend of Gigi. You know, I've known her for years on the indie scene as Priscilla Kelly. So I would love to see her win the NXT title just for that. I feel like she's deserving of that spot. She's highly entertaining, and she would carry the title well. Kiana James, I wouldn't mind seeing her as champion either. I think Kiana has something great to bring to the table. She's a phenomenal worker. She has a great gimmick, great personality. I think she would make a very good dominant champion. Then you got Blair Davenport, who has literally been taking out the women's division. That's why I kind of laughed when Gigi Dolan said, if you want to be on top of the women's division, you have to go through the women's division. What the fuck do you think she's been doing for the last few months? She's put half the division on the fucking shelf. Why do you think you haven't seen Nikita Lyons in months? Why do you think you haven't seen Wendy Chu in months? The bitch wears pajamas. Get fuck out. Fuck off. Fuck off. Sorry. He 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 showed up. I just kicked him out. He's good. He's gone. He's gone, guys. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. But I'm just saying, you notice they've been gone for a while. You notice that? That's why. Because Blair Davenport put them on the show. And
2: she's giving me the pajama
0: get it, get to get it, get it.
2: If you come out one more time, I swear to God, I will convince. Vinny not to give you details of the territories.
1: And then I'll slash his tire, so you can't get home.
2: You live in another state. How the hell are you going to do that? I have connections. And
1: I still have Mr. Bucciarelli's checkbook.
2: With a lot money, doesn't have any. He's spending all cocaine and hookers. You liar.
1: I don't do cocaine.
2: So anyway, Blair
1: Davenport, I'd love to see her as NXT Women's Champion. I think she'd make a great
2: heel champion. So you are basically trying to say? Everybody here will be a great NXT champion except for Perez.
1: She was the champion. She sucked. She was god-awful. I'm sorry, Roxanne Perez is not a believable champion.
2: We know, we know, we know.
1: She's overrated, just like Liv Morgan on the main roster. It's fucking ridiculous. So, I can't stand Roxanne Perez, because I'm sorry. She's not believable as a champion. She's not believable as a badass. The fact that she went over in that match with the bash was goddamn ridiculous. And they've now booked these four women, minus Tiffany, into a fatal four-way match with the winner to get a shot at the women's title. And I want to say two things. One, the winner needs to get a shot at No Mercy, drag it out to the pay-per-view, and two, 2 mm. it- fucking better not be Roxanne Perez. I swear on the holy Bible, if Roxanne Perez walks out of next week's show as the number one contender, you're getting the rant of a fucking lifetime.
2: Not the first time we heard it, but okay. Usually, if this happens, folks, I'm gonna say my bit, and I'm gonna say this. May God have mercy on your souls. He
1: won't. So then we cut to the backstage area again. Once again, we have Ava Rain sitting out there talking shit. Finally, Ivy Niles shows up, and she instructs the two members of the schism to go and get her. They don't. She's wondering why. Finally take the masks off and they reveal, it's the Kree brothers. brothers! So they basically kidnap Ava Rain and they say, if you want her back give us a match next week and if we win, we're reinstated in NXT. And to make sure the schism doesn't get involved they want it to be a steel cage match.
0: This right here was
2: awesome and I caught it. They was like, uh, it was like get her! Get her! And they, um, the Kree Brothers took off their mask. We all radically know they were the fucking... Those guys have always been the Creed Brothers. I've been calling this out for weeks, have I not, Vinny? Yes, you have. Oh, the ginger actually got something right. Wow, what a coincidence that turned out to be. But this right here is also basically, all right, we'll give her back after you sign a deal for a steel cage match. If we win, we're going If not, we go bye-bye. And this, in the end, this needs to happen at No Mercy, not on free TV. The the Creed Brothers need to come back to NXT. I think they need one more reign as NXT's tag team champions and They ain't go... Uh, uh, back off to the main roster. Hopefully they don't get, you know, lost.
1: Well, it's a tag team division. It's kind of hard to get lost up there because there's not a lot of tag teams. Plus, they're really damn good, so I don't see them getting lost. But here's the thing. As much as I would love for this to be at no mercy, I think they have more plans for the Creed Brothers, so I don't mind this being on free TV, actually. I mean, you can only drag this shit out for so long. Ava just got embarrassed, so I think it's time to end this, but that's the key thing. The Steel Cage match needs to be the fucking end. Once this is over, no more Schism and Creed Brothers crossing paths unless the Creed Brothers and the Dyad are in some tag team tournament to get a tag team title shot. Then, okay, I could see their paths crossing again. But as far as this feud, it's over. Whether the Creed Brothers get reinstated or not, the feud is over. Because NXT, last time I checked, they don't do Hell in a Cell matches. Not that they wouldn't do one, I just haven't seen one yet. So unless they're planning to bring Hell in a Cell matches to NXT, The steel cage should be the blow off Because that's the way it is On the lower level shows Like in the indies The steel cage is the blow off Because it doesn't go higher than a steel cage. WWE has Hell in a Cell and shit like that. So they can go higher than a steel cage. So this needs to end next week. This is the final battle. Either the Creed brothers come back and go their separate ways from the Dyad. Or the Creed brothers are gone for good. And you debut them on the main roster. And get them ready to eventually become WWE Tag Team Champions.
2: Agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. I'm interested to see where this is. right, sir. Moving on.
1: Then we cut to the backstage area and we've got the metaphor who are bragging and are happy that Noam Dar is the champion is the Heritage Cup holder and they say congratulations on winning the title and Noam's like winning they should say retained and I'm like motherfucker you lost the thing now you have it back and fuck life so they now find out there will be a global heritage invitational that will begin next week there will be an eight man tournament with superstars from across Europe and whoever wins this tournament will face Noam Dar for the
2: Heritage Cup title at no mercy this was boring this was stupid right here says i don't have to defend this cup for the next five weeks that means i don't have a senior ass in the ring good dude grown men should not have Painted nails at all Right Vinny? Unless you're goth And you're painting them black Or nobody should have pink hair Right Vinny? Unless you're a chick So this right here was boring, dumb And stupid as shit and I'm really sick And tired of Noam Dar I really wish I could invoke all the elite rule But Vinny won't let me now, Willie. No, because the elite rule is reserved
1: For the worst of the worst And I'm not putting Noam Dar in that category Because he is not a cancer to professional wrestling He is just annoying, there's a difference It's not like the actual elite who are legit cancers to wrestling. Noam Dar is not an EVP. Noam Dar is just a heritage cup holder. He's not holding any actual championships. He doesn't have any backstage pull. He's not highly overrated. He doesn't destroy wrestling every time he sets foot in the ring. Sometimes he does, but most of the time he's just annoying. There is a fundamental difference. But what I find interesting about this is the fact they're bringing in stars from all over Europe. Because remember, uh, a year or so ago, when they ended NXT UK, got rid of of it completely Triple A's was originally going to rebrand it as NXT Europe because the pandemic fucked a lot of the UK plans remember before the, the lockdown hit there was supposed to be a NXT UK takeover Dublin and originally Finn Balor was going to face Walter who we know today as Gunter for the UK championship and Finn Balor was going to win they ended up canceling that after the lockdown hit so instead we got Finn Balor going for another run with the NXT Championship, and that's what ended up happening there. But he was supposed to be the UK champion. He's going to do some shit over in the UK. So they got rid of the UK, and they're going to rebrand it as NXT Europe. However, because of the sale of WWE to Endeavor, which, as we know, is going to be merged with the UFC. Now, they're still going to be separate companies, but they're going to be under the same banner of Endeavor. And from what I've read, the sale of the company is supposed to finalize by the end of next month. So sometime in September, Endeavor will have officially purchased WWE. WWE. Because of this whole sale, the Europe thing's been put on hold. Triple H has said that he still plans on going through with NXT Europe. They just need to figure out what's going to happen with the sale before Triple H can officially do that. And hopefully, Endeavor doesn't put the kibosh on that. But once this sale is complete, WWE will no longer be a McMahon-owned company. That reign is officially over. Because Vince will still be an executive chairman, but he'll be an executive chairman of Endeavor. And once the sale happens... Vince will no longer be hands-on with the company and it's going to be intriguing to see how many changes are going to happen under Endeavor and on that note we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening we got ourselves a mixed tag match we got Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio versus Lyra Valkyra
2: and Dragon Lee I absolutely enjoyed this right here did you Vinny? yes I did this was actually great I mean of course the women uh, wrestling the women and the men messing the men hmm where should we go mix that up every once in a while but can't do that today, a political correctness. But so this right here was great, actually. I mean, Bella Valkyrie, she tried her hop but a lot of the times, to, um, Rio like, what the hell are you doing? It's like, her down. It was great until, um, Rodriguez, Rachel Rodriguez, comes up and saves today. Didn't, didn't even see a thing. They get no disqualifications whatsoever. But then, and then, um, Dragon Lee hits the finisher. One, two, three. Dragon Lee and Valkyrie win. Go ahead, Vinny, because I know you have something to say about this. Yes, I do. Um, overall, great tag match. I thought Lyra and Rhea worked very well
1: together. Um, Dominic and Dragon Lee did okay. Um, I'm not the biggest Dragon Lee fan. I'm not a fan of that style of wrestling. You know, the Lucha, Spot Monkey shit. Not a fan, but still worked very well. With Dragon Lee getting this victory over Dominic. though, part of me is a little worried now that Dragon Lee is going to be in the North American title picture, which is fine if that's what they want to do, but if Dragon Lee wins the North American title, to me, that's bullshit. It should go to Mustafa Ali, because Ali is a star. Dragon Lee is not. He's not a guy you can make money with in the long run. I know they want to have the next Rey Mysterio. There's never going to be another Rey Mysterio. Stop trying to create the next Rey. There isn't one. Every time you've tried to create one, they fail. Epically. There is no second Rey Mysterio. There can be only one. And when he finally retires, that's it. The rest of you are posers. And of course, Raquel coming out was great because it provided the distraction. Also, you know, Lyra Valkyra getting slammed into the barricade head first. You know, when when Caught her and swung her like that. That looked like it hurt like a son of a bitch. And then, in the end, Dragon Lee gets his hand raised. Lyra Valkyra comes in the ring, hugs Dragon Lee, and this is me. Now, And this could be only me having a problem with this, but you know me. I nitpick everything. That's why I'm a great analyst. I didn't like the fact that the referee never raised Lyra Valkyra's hand because this was a tag team match. Both these competitors were involved in this match. Both competitors deserve to have their hands raised in victory because even though Lyra Valkyra was not part of the finish she was part of the match and she did pull her own weight so she deserved to have her hand raised by the referee and I'm not blaming the company on this I'm blaming the ref specifically the ref fucked up you raise if, if there's a tag match you raise both competitors hands now obviously if it's a six man or a six woman you might be able to only raise two hands and I get that shit you know a, ref, a ref's not a fucking you know octopus with eight arms arms or fucking Goro with four I get that but if you got two competitors you got two hands raise them both it's respect to both competitors and the referee whether he meant to or not disrespected Lyra Valkyra and after that we cut to the backstage area and we got Tiffany Stratton who is cutting a promo backstage apparently she was talking about being the best NXT women's champion earlier we didn't mention this uh, she's gonna be bigger than Bayley she's gonna be ba- bigger than Charlotte Flair which we agreed with uh she was gonna be bigger than who was the other person? Becky Lynch. That was one, but there's another one I think. Asuka. Yeah. Yeah, Oscar. Asuka. So, we so we were kinda like, I'm gonna be bigger than Oscar. I can't argue with you there. I'm gonna be bigger than Charlotte Flair. Can't really argue with you there. I'm gonna be bigger than Bailey. Hey. Hey. Really? I oh, know. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm gonna be bigger than Becky Lynch. <laughs> Nothing even fucking close. But then apparently people mention this, and here's the thing. I forgot this. <laughs> Becky Lynch was never the NXT women's champion. So she goes off on the trolls, because of course that's what people on Twitter do. Whenever you fuck up history in wrestling, the Twitter trolls are the first ones to dive on you. Becky was never women's champion, blah blah blah. But apparently Becky sends out a tweet and says, I've never been the NXT women's champion. Dot 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 yet. Hashtag NXT Heatwave And of course, um Tiffany goes off on Becky Lynch and all that shit
2: and uh, I don't know, Zach, how do you feel about this? Uh, this right here was just typical Tiffany strap being the typical 1B Barbie mean girl. Blah, 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 smack smack Tiffany. Back it up and every time you get in that ring to defend that belt you back it the fuck up. But like I said out of those four women going for the number one contendership, I really want uh Gigi Dolan to win. Even though we already know who's going to win, hopefully they don't. Well, here's what I'm thinking about. Becky lynch put out that tweet could it be there's
1: a possibility that becky lynch might go for the nxt women's championship and if she does could it be at no mercy because now i'm starting to think because originally i wanted the fatal four-way winner to get the shot at no mercy but if they're serious about giving becky lynch a shot at the title if you want becky lynch to be the nxt women's champion and carry that belt for a good period of time to help bring some ratings to nxt then you need whoever wins this fatal four way to get the shot on free TV have Tiffany Stratton win through some kind of fuckery and then have Becky Lynch come out and challenge Tiffany and it could happen on the NXT that follows payback because remember Becky Lynch has Trish Stratus at payback in a cage match what better way for Becky Lynch to come up off of that momentum than to go for the NXT Women's Championship because think about this she's already been a main roster champion on Raw and SmackDown. Now, granted, they're called the Women's World title and the Women's WWE title. I get that. But still, Becky Lynch has been champion on the main roster multiple times, has she not? She's been champion on both brands, has she not? Yep. Becky Two Belts.
2: Becky Two Belts.
1: Won the main event of the first ever Women's WrestleMania main event. She's never been the NXT Women's Champion. She could add that to her resume. And Becky Lynch can do a lot of good down there. Because again, it's a place where Becky Lynch can generate ratings. Because she is the man. And she is a ratings draw. This could be a place for Becky Lynch to dominate. It could be a place for Becky Lynch to go down there and mentor the young girls that are down there. Backstage, obviously. I mean, mentor the baby faces on camera and the heels off camera. But also, they get a chance to work with Becky in the ring, and that's what the talent in NXT needs. They need more veterans to work with. To give them experience. Because there's a certain type of experience you can only get by working with Established talent in the ring. Not necessarily beating them, but working with them that you can't get when you're a young guy working with another young guy. It do not always work because they don't have the experience. But the veterans, they can teach you, they can coach you, they can get you through it. And that's why I think Becky Lynch would be a better asset to NXT. So that's what I would do. I would have whoever wins the fatal four way, whether it's Roxanne or not, lose to Tiffany. In fact, if they are going that route, I would want Roxanne to win just as she would lose to Tiffany. Because if Roxanne wins the fatal four way, I'm going to be pissed. But if she loses to Tiffany and then Becky comes in and takes it, I won't be as upset. Now, if Roxanne wins, goes up against Tiffany and Roxanne wins it back, I'm going to be livid. I'm going to be a mad son of a bitch. But if Becky can win it, I'm all for it. And on that note, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. We've got Von Wagner with
2: Mr. Stone versus Baron Corbin. It wasn't even a match, now was it, Vinny? There was No, Not ring bell at really. all. no they didn't even ring the bell. They didn't even ring the bell? They didn't even ring the bell. No bell? No bell. No contest. So basically what happened is Vaughn Manor comes out. Uh, Baron Corbin comes up, sneaks in, and these two duke it up. They've been duking it out, and Mr. Stone's like, get in the ring, get in the ring, get in the ring. And all of a sudden, Baron Corbin tried to attack Mr. Stone. Vaughn Manor saved Mr. Stone, and all of a sudden, speared by uh Braun Baker, and then he didn't touch Baron Corbin at all. Once we were like, okay, do you think we're going to see a, a Baron Corbin and Bron Braun Baker team up? We'll see. But this right here was okay. These two find Joe and beat the shit out of each other. I just wish they would end it not in a no contest. Benny, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that, but here is ultimately what I would like to see. Because it's in a no contest, I want to see a match at No Mercy. That's the one good thing about this match ending in a no contest and never officially starting, is the fact that you can lead this to No Mercy. But, obviously, Braun Breaker also wants Von Wagner, so I've got an awkward feeling this is going to be a triple threat match at No Mercy, because I don't know what else you can do. Unless you're going to give one of them a one-on-one match, like, what is it going to be, Baron versus Breaker, winner gets Von Wagner?
2: That would not make any sense.
1: It's not something worth fighting for. No offense to Von Wagner. So, you might as well make it a triple threat at that point. And I grant I don't like triple threat matches, but what the fuck else can you do now?
2: There's nothing you can do about that at all. It would be
1: better if, like, Von Wagner beat Baron Corbin or Baron Corbin beat Von Wagner or whatever the fuck. Although, the one good thing about this is if, Braun, if Von Wagner's going to get a victory, he can pin Braun Breaker. Baron doesn't have to be involved in the decision, and Baron can still look good. So, it's a way for Baron to take an L without getting pinned or submitted. It protects him. And that's why I would do a triple threat match, to protect Baron Corbin. Because you don't need to protect Braun Breaker because he needs to be out The fucking door, anyway. Again, he's taking up space on this goddamn roster, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm saying Bron's ready for the main roster. There's nothing left for him to do here. That's why I want him to go. It has nothing to do with not liking him, because I do. It has nothing to do with hating his dad, because I do. But he's done it all here. That's true. He is ready for the main roster. He is ready to be a top guy up there. So he's all set. But I am a little disappointed that, um, you know, this could have been a match, but unfortunately there was no bell, no bell, so we didn't get to see the match. It was a little sad. It was very
2: sad. It was very, very sad. Yeah, sir. Was it
1: bad? No, it was sad. Oh, rather it. moving on, sure. Well, actually, I do have a story. You know, what's even sadder than that was uh, I what's me- that? I remember one time, uh, Desmond and I went Christmas caroling, and um, we had this awkward moment, right? Because um, Desmond's a good singer, except there's one little problem. You know, it's like so. Anyway, we got we got our notes, we're singing, we're going door to door, right? So I was going, Noel, Noel. The only problem is Desmond's a little dyslexic, so he's sitting there going, Leon, Leon. It just didn't work out very well. It was very awkward. Mr. Bucciaretti, you are a terrible singer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to step in here because Mr. Bucciaretti cannot sing it. There's one thing that Ginger and I agree on is that Mr. Bucciaretti should not be singing. That's very, very true. Now, I am a fan of Baron Corbin. And in the spirit of that, I'm going to sing a shanty. That's right. There once was a girl who made a turd on the bed, and her name was Amber Heard. She made stuff up to bring Johnny down, so off to court they go. Soon made a bird it come that amber heard light out her bum will drink a mega pint of rum when they let johnny go it wasn't enough to soil the bed she cut off his finger and bashed his head on the door and yet she constantly said she would never hurt him so soon may the verdict come that amber heard light out her bum will drink a mega pint of rum when they let johnny go (laughs) Da 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 Before the black pearl could hit the water, the Disney execs came up and caught her. Jack Sparrow will now sail no farther. We all agree it blows. Soon may the verdict come that Amber Heard light out her bum. We'll drink a mega pint of rum when they let Johnny go. Still something was very much askew, like what's the fate of Aquaman too? Amber's rage came back anew, cause her ass was out the door too. Soon made a verdict come, that Amber heard light out her bum. We'll drink a mega pint of rum, when they let Johnny go. Da 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 The next six weeks were fun as hell. As both proceeded to kiss and tell, the evidence was presented. Well, the judge took it in tow. Soon may the verdict come that Amber Heard Light Outer Bum will drink a mega pint of rum when they let Johnny go. So, who did lose and who did win? The jury's verdict has come in. To no surprise, it's always been the lawyers making dough. Soon may the verdict come that Amber Heard Light Outer Bum will drink a mega pint of rum when they let Johnny go. Soon may the verdict come That Amber Heard light out her bum Will drink a mega pint of rum When they let Johnny Johnny go Cause he's a pirate, I told you He's a pirate, Mr. Bicibelli He's a pirate, that's why I sang The Shanty now, I I think Ginger We can both agree, I'm the better singer I
2: have to agree, yeah you are The better singer,
1: yes and thank you for Not cutting me off and actually letting me sing That was a great moment, I appreciate it
2: No problem at all there Gator
1: Yay, so um anyway um, so anyway, what's the deal with the Mexicans? I need the dog.
2: No, no, you did a good job. Do not spoil it right now, Gator. Back to the basket like a good Gator.
1: So we don't get
2: the dog catcher van? No, dog catcher van, man. But I, but man. I, but no. I,
1: but I was no. singing. I did no. a good job. I you did a job good job. Van. Don't
2: fuck it up right now like you usually do. Now, now, get back to the basket. Go curl up with your, blank, your Hello Kitty blanket and your pillow.
1: I don't use Hello Kitty blankets. I do not wear pajamas like the bitch
0: they put okay, on okay, the okay, show.
2: Okay, okay, okay always remember this Gator Ricky Ross Hulk Hogan is the greatest ever and he is the one to slam Andre the Giant how dare you say that how dare you say that where are you coming up with this accurate information Wikipedia the history Uh, books
1: okay um right now this is the part where Gator is very conflicted because Gator does not agree with what the ginger just said however the person impersonating me right now uh actually uh agrees with what he said so this is a hard situation to be but um, the, I can't, I can't break kayfabe. I can't expose the business yet. Um, I, I can't go against my beliefs. I'm, I'm confused. My, my head hurts. I need an Advil.
2: Go take an Advil. And go back to, go back to your uh. I need. Go back to the kennel. Go.
1: I need an Advil. Somebody has uh, <laughs> an Advil. There's
2: an Advil. Take one right now. There
1: you okay, go. Okay, 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 okay. Gator has an Advil.
2: Oh my God. This is, this goes. Get, I'm gonna go. But, go, go, cry in the basket, there, buddy. Back to the basket. Go on.
1: I'm scared.
2: <laughs> go back to the basket. This
1: is worse the last time I saw Wolf
2: Monkey. I don't even want to know what that is. Vinny, do you have any idea what Wolf Monkey means? Uh,
1: Frankie! Hi. Actually, um, Wolf Monkey means something totally different. Jesus Christ. Um, Okay, Uh, f- for those of you playing the home game, Wolf Monkey, I- I- I'll let it go. It It's it's basically a hairy vagine, which when a girl has lots of hair in an in area. the 70s version? Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, it- it's-, it's the bush. The bush on the girl. Okay,
2: okay. That's Wolf Monkey. We're going to get letters. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm getting a phone call. Gabe's going to kick my ass. Gabe's going to get mad at me, too. I'm getting a phone call. Oh I'm gonna get a I'm phone call. so much. I'm so <laughs> We're much gonna here. get so much heat for this. Oh god. Who's gonna get more, you or me? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. <laughs> Damn I mean, it, Lord. Me and Vinny Boogie here at the Vince Gator. Right before getting recognized, just a around, <laughs> <some> new asshole. <laughs> oh god, you're screwed.
1: I don't give a fuck. I ha- I'm having fun. I don't give a
2: shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a big t- pissed off uh, text message. Like this is a
1: this, this is the part of the show where we just do random shit just to make each other laugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and to piss off the bull. As well.
1: Oh, that's well, that, well, that's a given. D-
2: that's so easy to do. We're
1: going to do that no matter what we do. Very, <laughs>
2: very true, sir. All right, all right. We can keep this up, uh, uh, up all, all night, right. but um, unfortunately for me, I have to be at work at 9 o'clock in the morning, Vinny. We get this going. Okay, sure. Um, anyway,
1: now, also, there was a backstage incident um, between Wesley and Ilya Dragunov. After Dragunov beat Trick Williams, uh, he basically said he's going um, on his quest to regain the NXT championship. Wesley took offense to that, basically implying, hey, are you saying I'm not going to be the NXT champion? So that's just so you know, if you're going to plan on going for the NXT title, you're going to be going through me. And Ilya kind of looked look on his face like, all right, motherfucker, you're talking a lot of shit. All right. He's kind of looking at him like, is that so? Like, a, Like, yeah, that kind of look. Like, is that so? Oh, all right. Talk your talk. He isn't saying that because that's trick line. You can stop doing that, man. That's creepy. Seriously, stop. I swear to God, you will walk home. Don't give me that creepy look. He's scaring the crap out of me right now.
2: Right, I did that before. Everyone calls me that. My serial killer look. It's not a
1: serial killer look. It's a creepy ass look. It's the kind of look you hide your children from.
2: Okay, 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 okay. But, but yeah, this right here was great. Dragon I was like, all right, okay, motherfucker, you want a piece of me? Like he's like he's wide eyed, like he was on some sort of magical drug. Yeah. Don't do drugs. I never done drugs a day in my life. He's fucking lying. So anyway, uh, you name a drug, he's done it.
1: So we cut to the backstage area with um, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams where, uh, you know, Trick talks about, you know, showing the world he's no longer a sidekick. You know, and he plans on, you know, proving he can, you know, stand on his own two feet. He says this is the first time Carmelo's going to be defending a title without Trick in his corner. And Carmelo says, I'm going to leave no doubt, you know, because that whole incident between you and Dragonov it left an asterisk on my run. And Trick's like, you blaming me for that? He's like, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know... I want to prove tonight that I can defend the title on my own. And he's like, alright. And then you give a little handshake and Trick kind of hands on the title while also kind of looking at it himself. And then Carmelo leaps.
2: Yeah, uh, this right here was great. And he's like, Trick Williams is like, oh, you blame me. He's like, no, I don't blame you. These two always have great chemistry together. In the future, Trick Williams will be an NXT champion. But it will be strange if he went against Melo. But that would be a great match, though. Friend against friend. And unfortunately, we have seen that before many, many times. When the title's involved, every man for himself or Woman.
1: Hey, because that's the thing. Everybody wants to be number one. There's a lot of people that are friends. There's a lot of people that respect each other in that locker room. But if you're not looking to be number one, you ain't trying to make money.
2: Like they said off, uh, off of Tyler Gaganash, if you're, not, if you're not first, you're what, Any? You're last. Repeat that, if you're not first, you are what? Last. Okay, that's all I have to say. Yeah, you,
1: it's all about the world title. And you got to do what you got to do to get it. And Trick um, obviously has his sights set on that title. Uh, he has no plans to stab Carmelo in the back from what we're seeing to get that title but if he gets the opportunity he's gonna take it and that's what being a true friend is if you earn the right to get that title shot you're gonna go for it hell at the time that we're recording this we got two friends fighting for the AEW world title at a pay-per-view this Sunday and the promo they cut last week on each other was good they expressed the fact that they're friends they expressed the fact they want to be the ROH tag team champions but both of them made it clear in that main event when the bell rings Adam Cole's gonna do whatever he has to do to win that title and MJF's gonna do whatever he has to do to keep it and and that's what a friendship is. You 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 make it known up front what you're going to do. I'm going for that title. I'm going to win however necessary. And when it's over, I'll shake your hand, win, lose, or draw. That's what I would do. And that's what that's what you do if you're friends. So we'll see if that happens down the road. For now, we got the main event here for the NXT Championship. Carmelo Hayes defends the title
2: against Wesley. No. 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 Nope. Meh. Meh. This was boring as shit. Wasn't it? Any? I mean, there was too much shit going on. And when they, when they went after. To the commercial break, Vinny was screwing on Facebook, and I was watching on Disney's Floss Resort. And our quick quote, real quick, quote, that's a very, very good show. Back to the, uh, back to the re- uh, life of wrestling of NXT. I not enjoy this. It's supposed to be the main event guy at world championship, and you did this atrocity. But here's the thing, though, Lee Wesley didn't win, and I'll have to say, getting DDT through the announce table, Vinny, does that uh, get the reward of the boot Fuck that bump.
1: Yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay, he leaps off the apron and DDT dt teed him through the desk. That's a fuck that bump moment. That's a fuck that bump moment. Folks. You know, because a lot of times where Zach has said fuck that bump and it wasn't fuck that bump. Okay. This
2: is fuck that bump. Fuck oh that dear bump. God, that was painful. That'd be very painful. And then he also did a fucking botch where he uh, where um Carmel Hayes moved out of the way and then um that uh, he hit I guess he hit the barricade with his front head and barely made it back into the ring. Then all of a sudden, uh, Carmelo Hayes hit nothing but that one two three and they went and, then went, and, then went, and then still the went the champion. Carmelo Hayes and rightfully so take it away Vinny yeah spot fest that's basically what this
1: was um you know and, I, and with Carmelo there's gonna be some spots cause he's that kind of wrestler sometimes but he at least has some type of charisma personality and he can work when you have somebody that can work when you have somebody like Wesley that's all flips no fists you're gonna get that kind of match and some wrestling fans enjoy that match and more power to you. I don't I like my wrestling to look believable that's just how I am and a lot of some of this shit you can believe some of this shit you can't believe and in the end, Carmelo Hayes got the win, which is what made it great for me. In the end, that's what I like, that's what I enjoy, because I'm not a fan of Wesley. In no way, shape, or form does this man deserve to be the champion on this planet or any other, and Carmelo was the right choice. So, hopefully, this takes Wesley out of any title picture, and he can go fuck off and do something else. Work some other feud. Hell, put him in that heritage fucking tournament. I don't care. Do whatever you gotta do to get him away from the actual belts that matter. And then let's get Carmelo focused on a real NXT title competitor that he can actually
2: make money with. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, bro. I agree with you, bro. So
1: I'm just glad the fiasco's fucking over. There's a good chance him and Dragunov are going to have a rematch.
2: And I think Dragunov needs to go over.
1: Yes, if, the, if they're going to have a legit rematch, yes. Yeah,
2: they do. But they, they need to do this some sort of different. They can't do a steel cage, maybe a, a no-holds-bar, last-man-standing type of match.
1: They could do that. I mean, they have to have some type of gimmick in there. Yeah, they do. To make yeah, it happen. Do. Yeah. and No Holds Barred could work. Uh, that could actually work especially if Trick is going to turn on Carmelo Hayes. A no DQ match would allow that to happen with no problems and it can be like Dragunov takes advantage of the issue and wins the title that way and that can lead to Melo getting revenge on Trick before going to try and regain the title back. So there's, there's something can do with that.
2: Yeah, I agree with you that. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, e- but either way, if you're going to keep Trick and Melo as friends, yeah. at the very least, Dragunov
2: then needs to win legitimately because Dragunov is not a heel and he won't win by uh, cheating of course cheating 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 but otherwise not. I would like to see that whatever they do they do not need to do a triple threat match Carmelo Hayes against Dragunov against Trick Williams don't speak that evilness Vinny Bucci yeah don't you put that evil into the world to be right though yeah the only
1: triple threat match we should see is Von Wagner Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker that's the
2: only triple threat
1: match I want to see on the card
2: what I would like to see with those two is Von Wagner and uh, as Baron Corbin and uh Broadbreaker team up. It'd be a badass fucking tag team. I think they could pull that off perfectly.
1: If they're go- if they're gonna if they plan on making them tag team champions, that could
2: work. Yeah. But it doesn't look like they want to team up.
1: But it would make sense because the tag titles are the only title well, it's not the only title breaker hasn't held, but it would make sense if you're trying to keep him away from the NXT title because he's already been champion twice.
2: Yes, that's true.
1: He don't need a third run. No, he does not. So if you want to make him tag champ, I'm fine with that. Hell, if you want to make him North American champion, I, I wouldn't object to that either.
2: Yeah, me neither, sir.
1: But otherwise than that, just make it a triple threat and be done with it. Very true. True. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up this recap of NXT. Zach, as always, thank you for taking time out your busy schedule to join us, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next one. Absolutely. All right. Make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there Or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites Also, like us on Facebook Go to facebook.com slash theboochcast We have archived episodes of the show As well as great content Make sure you check out the mail soap opera moments See our predictions from SummerSlam Find out who was right and who was wrong And be on the lookout for our recap of WWE SummerSlam Coming soon to the Boochcast Facebook page Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram At theboochcast Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos Visit our YouTube channel Check out all of our YouTube YouTube content and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted as I mentioned before I've been binge watching season 4 of Dark Side of the Ring I'm two episodes away from being completely done I've already got uh, The Tragic Fall of Adrian Adonis recorded and next week Zach and I are going to be working on Bam Bam Bigelow The Beast from the East so at least those two will be done but obviously I'm going to get them all done before I proceed to post them but I'm just giving you guys an idea of what's coming up and where we're at so I'll be on the lookout for Booch Cash Reviews Dark Side of the Ring. New episodes dropping as soon as we can. And of course, you can also follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, November the 25th for WWE Survivor Series. I am currently in the process of trying to get that put together. As I mentioned before, I will not be attending the Survivor Series watch party. I'm trying to get the team together to make sure they can put it together. Uh, but I will be in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina on the 24th and the 25th with Buff Bagwell for WrestleCade. So, if you're in the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area and you happen to come to WrestleCade, be sure to come by our table and say hi to us. Buff will be selling his gimmicks. I'll be helping him out, but you can still say hello to both of us. I'm a person too, damn it. I'm just playing. But, uh, if you're not gonna be in the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area, you're gonna see the Survivor Series. Make sure you go to the Twitch channel, hang out with the team, provided they can get their shit together and make it happen. And, of course, you can also support the Boochcast. Go to podcasters.spotify.com pod slash show slash the bootcast slash support. Become Support supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels we can donate at. Pick the one that works the best within your budget. We have our first level, which is 99 cents, $1 per month. We have our second level, which is $4.99, $5 per month. The same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know that you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level we can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. $10 per month. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold it to Peacock, you got to know where to put that $9.99. $10.99, bring it over here. We got better content than Network and unlike Endeavor. We actually care about our fans. We are dedicated to giving the people what. They want you the option of paying through credit card or with GPay. And the best part is all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment, we used to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the bootcast a success. So if you got a favorite co host and believes are to be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the bootcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left. When it's all said and done, we use the recipe, good old Zachariah Scott here, his ramen noodles, and try to get Cherry Top laid. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been the Booch Cast. Talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby!
0: Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. eat, Take care. Stay loose. Adieu. you A la prochaine, goodbye till when we meet again.